the college football experience NFL mock draft episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet ten dollars at WinBet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com/sgp. That's CoorsLight.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us, the SGPN app. Yes, and we're giving away five hundred dollars in our NFL draft props contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/draft or click the contest tab in the SGPN app, which you can get for free in the app store or Google play store. So grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. NFL draft preview, mock draft style, essentially. My name is Colby Swinging Dan DeBase Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> yes, we got a mock draft going. I mean, look. You can read my, I did a one, a couple, uh, I think it dropped last week, sports podcast.com. We have a ton of mock drafts over there or the SGPN app, but I got some modifications and I'm going to, you know, rattle off this mock draft with this pal of mine. Uh, give it up for my co-host, former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss, stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi. That's the music I'm giving you because we are doing a mock draft. We got the NFL draft right around the corner as me and Patty C will basically take turns rattling off all 32 picks of the first round. I mean, what's, I mean, look, we've done this for years at the sports gambling podcast and on the SGPN app and stuff. So buckle up because you know, I think uh, it could be interesting to see. We're going to pretend like basically we are in charge of their front office for each and every NFL team there is. So Patty C first off, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about last year's draft. What if I told you that uh, more players, first off, more players were selected in the first two rounds or the first round from North Dakota state than Oklahoma or Texas. <laughs> uh, I would say all this chatter about uh, the, you know, blue bloods breaking off and forming their own, uh, own little special league elite league is premature. Isn't that wild? Also the big 12 AAC had two first round draft picks. The big 12 had zero. 
zero first round draft picks. So, I mean, I don't even think you blame. I mean, look uh, in the second round, you did have a player from TCU. You had a player from Oklahoma state. You had a player from uh, Texas and Oklahoma selected, but the AAC had two first rounders. So they basically broke even by the end of the second round. Uh, Do you find that fascinating? I mean, Alabama just, I mean, they cleaned house as, as they do almost every year. Now it seems like Alabama had wait one, two, three, four, five, six first round draft picks, six. And then in the second round, seven, eight, a fifth of the first round from one team. It's ridiculous. Alabama had eight players selected within the top 38 picks. That's stupid. Yes, absolutely insane. So think about that when, when drafting today, Um, the only other teams that had multiple players selected in the first round, like I said, North Dakota state had two in the first two rounds not two in one round, um, but two players selected in the first round from a year ago. Virginia tech was one of those schools. Crazy considering they're like six and six every year, but they had Caleb fairly and, and Dara Shaw, the offensive tackle. And uh, if you look elsewhere, I believe in the first round, I think, uh, is there any other schools that had multiple players? I'm, I'm drawing a blank right You're now saying outside of the uh outside of Alabama and Virginia tech or outside of the sec and Virginia tech outside of oh, Clemson, Clemson had two. Gotcha. So uh, I'm saying there was only three schools that had two players selected in the fir- two players or more selected in the first round. Actually, I think Penn state might be on there too. Ohio state. Did they make that list? I don't believe so. Ohio state wow. had fields just fields last year. Interesting. That is so, but uncharacteristic. Penn, Penn State did so. Penn State, Virginia Tech, um, Alabama, and uh, uh, Clemson were the only teams that had multiple. Who who could join that list this year? Obviously, Alabama would be a safe bet. But Patty C, let's hop into this thing. Thirty-two picks. I'm giving you the first pick, Patty C. Whoo, man, this is a tough one. Um, look, I am going to go off the beaten path a little bit here. I'm going to, I'm going to throw a shocker at you right off the top. Okay. And we're going to stick with this, uh, with this Alabama theme here. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars want protection for their uh, investment, their, their franchise quarterback, uh, Trevor Lawrence. And so they're going to go with Evan Neal of the Alabama crimson tide, 360 pounds. Great mobility is all, all I'm hearing about shocking mobility for a man of his size and the perfect left tackle to protect Trevor Lawrence, Evan Neal, number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now that would be interesting, but just to let people know, I'm going to uh, quickly pull up and tell you what the odds would be. If you selected that to be the top pick of the draft, Um, here we go. So number one pick Evan Neal would be plus 2,500, 2,500. If I'm looking at the, uh, the Jaguars needs, I mean, uh, first the, their primary need is an edge rusher. So with the fact that you have, uh, Walker there, you have Hutchinson there, you have Thibodeau there. 
um, you know, there is plenty of high end talent there for them to take at their biggest need, but their secondary need is offensive tackle. And I don't know. I just get a, I get a feeling that this guy has special upside that maybe some of those other guys don't Thibodeau a little light in the pants. Uh, Hutchinson, maybe not blazing uh, speed off the edge and um, Walker, maybe not necessarily a, um, you know, a well, well enough known product. And it's, it's interesting, uh, you know, that, the, you know, they could potentially do that because it might make sense. Cause you could get, there's talk that David Ajabo might go in the second round. Jags have the first pick in the second round. So you might be able to get like, it, I think it matters how much you have Hutchison better than Ajabo or, or Mafe, uh, if I'm, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, but those are guys that could go early in the second round. Uh, same with uh, what uh, Ibikite or whatever from Penn State. I'm probably butchering that too. And and uh, but I mean that's an interesting theory because maybe they feel pretty solid at the maybe the depth for the defensive line or defensive end is greater than offensive line. I feel like it traditionally is, but. I do feel like there's a, a decent amount of depth at both positions, at least at the top part of this draft. Um, and whether that translates down to the second round, maybe a, a different story, but even then I do think there's decent depth there. So it's kind of pick and choose. Um, but I think uh, what you said is right. I think t- uh, typically there's a little better depth at the defensive end position than the offensive tackle position. So, you know, if they see a guy that they really like and they want to protect their investment could be Neil. Well, it might make sense too, because Doug Peterson, their head coach, you know, Doug Peterson is a quarterback, former quarterback himself. So I think he might know how important it is to pr- protect the, you know, the quarterback position uh, more than anyone. So maybe, maybe you're right there. Maybe you're right, buddy. Well, I mean, I'm seeing mock drafts with uh, Icky Iguanu, um from NC State going number one. <coughs> Bucky Brooks has that from NFL.com. So I don't know what I mean. He he he's a relative late riser uh, uh, compared to Evan Neal. So I don't understand why you know it, it, Evan Neal's getting such crazy odds to not be the number one pick. But maybe maybe take it out there, folks. Yeah, Ikwanu has plus four fifty. So there is <coughs> oh. it, that is cra- a crazy difference. Um. All right. Well, uh, that's pretty shocking. But I mean, I guess I expect we talked about this last night. I think this is going to be the hardest draft, like on most unpredictable round one draft that I can ever recall. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, there's definitely not like the, uh, the typical, you know, expectation of who the top five is going to be in any particular order. I mean, there is that to some extent, but I wouldn't be surprised to see some serious shakeups in this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, All right. Let's, uh, Pick two for your boy. For your boy, pick Dundee, and that is the Detroit Lions. And I mean, should we really just? Should we? No, uh, they have. They might be able to trade up. That's another thing. Is what are the odds there's going to be a top ten, uh, a trade within the top ten? I would say almost certain. Certainly, uh, you know, everyone wants to make a splash and. Uh, I don't know. There's not one player that's going to cost you an arm and a leg necessarily. I wouldn't think you're not going to have to draft or, or trade, uh, you know, five rounds of or five years of first round draft picks to go up a couple spots. 
So um, maybe uh, maybe teams are more willing to pull the trigger and, and get the guy they want. Well, this next one, it, it, look, this guy went to high school in Dearborn, Michigan. If the look, the Lions, they don't always make sense when it comes to drafting, but this one. It makes sense because of uh, much like the Michigan Panthers in the USFL. By the way, subscribe to our USFL gambling podcast, which me and Patty C host as well. They went Shea Patterson. They went the Homer route. Sell some tickets, all right. And I remember uh, who was it? The Susan O'Malley for the Washington Bullets uh, in the NBA back in the '90s and the '80s. She was a gimmick, like. She went out and drafted uh, Muggsy Bogues and Manute Bowl in the same draft as a gimmick ploy to sell tickets, <laughs> and then uh, she did the Fab Five thing where you drafted, you got Weber, you traded for Weber, drafted Jawan Howard, and brought in I think Ray Jackson, if memory serves me correct, as a free agent, trying to sell tickets. Um, the Lions, perhaps. I mean, they also need every position. <laughs> I could see the Lions doing every single thing. I could see them. Tr- I could see them taking Malik Willis. I could totally see them taking defensive line. Uh, but Hutchison makes sense. He's a homer. Bring him home. He's from born in Plymouth, Michigan. Like I said, went to high school in in, in uh, Dearborn, Michigan. So this is a hometown play here. Give me the Lions selecting Aiden Hutchison. Michigan Wolverine staying in the state of Michigan. Patty, see your thoughts. You think uh, Martha Firestone Ford, uh, Lions owner, has a little bit of that? Uh, who was who the uh, Bullets owner back in the day? No, well, it was A. Poland, but hired a uh, you know uh, what, what's what's uh, Susan O'Malley. But uh, yeah, I think this is a this is a ticket. This is a this is one that's going to get the fans excited. So makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, Definitely. I mean, I, I think there's no way they pass on the hometown kid here, especially if he's being projected at number one in a lot of uh, mocks anyway. So um, I think uh, I think this is a no-brainer, and uh, the Lions get their guy. Yes, and uh, look, I think if you're a Lions fan, first off, there's not much to get excited about. You traded Stafford for golf. Look, Stafford goes and wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, <laughs> That yeah. was rigged. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, but still, my point is, is that uh, that's why I think the Michigan Panthers, if they got their shit together, that's a hungry fan base. Michigan, they love Michigan State and they love Michigan football. That's true. I think that was the thought process behind uh, going after Shea Patterson. So I don't, I don't consider this to be, um, you know, that uh, of the same ilk in terms of trying to really appease the fan base. I think this is a legitimate pick, obviously. Um, he's super, super effective all year long, getting to the quarterback, stuffing to run. Uh, he's big bodied. He doesn't seem like he's going to get injured. He can hold up to the, uh, the beating and yet has the quicks to keep up for a long time at an elite level. So yeah, uh, good pick there. Boom. Pick three Patty C the Houston Texans. They they're much like, and that's what I think keeps everyone on their, their heels on this mock draft and, and all these experts like us projecting is there's like the lions need help at like so many different positions. Um, Jacksonville needs help at so many different positions. Houston needs help at so many different positions. Like there is a lot of these teams, which I think it makes it so hard to forecast what they're going to do. So here you are with the Houston Texans, Patty C who are you taking? Well, I mean, talk about a team with a ton of needs. Um, Looking at team needs here, I'm seeing a cornerback 
as the number one need, which, you know, suggests that a guy like sauce Gardner, um, maybe even a, a Stingley at LSU could be uh, the pick here. I don't think those guys have top three value. And if uh, Trevon Walker from, um, from Georgia and, and that elite, elite defense that they had, and look uh, as much as Jordan Davis got a lot of the hype, you know, that defense was awesome at all positions. They completely dominated college football and you have to have a great edge rush. And Trevon Walker is kind of probably, you know, quietly a much more valuable player than he probably got credit for during the season. So if they're now figuring that out during the pre-draft process, then I think uh, Houston and their number two need is edge rusher. So I think they go after it and then they get their guy there. Yeah. I mean, uh, the question is, is do they invest in protecting Davis mills? Do they go for the corner? Do they go for, I mean, there's a lot of different things they could do here, but obviously the defensive line, we just saw it with the LA Rams and Aaron Donald winning the, uh, the, the super bowl and that pass rush was filthy. Um, we saw it with the Georgia bulldogs in college football. So uh, to your, to your credit there. So Trayvon Walker, Georgia bulldog drafted by the Houston Texans. All right. At pick four. Patty C, you know, I'm a jets fan and you know, they never go for who I think they're going to go. Right. Like, or who I Always would want them. curveballs at you. I, I want to say like with the exception of Revis, I think I don't know that they've ever drafted a player that I wanted them to draft. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I could make the case of Zach Wilson being like, okay, well they needed to get somebody. Um, but well, I'll say that when when they stole that safety from Louisville, I'm drawing a blank. Calvin Pryor. Pryor, I was salty as a Steelers fan because that guy could light it up. I thought he fit the uh, the Steelers mo, but apparently that was a little bit of a bust. Well, yeah, well, you can't have. Unfortunately, the NFL doesn't allow safeties that can hit anymore. True. You know what I mean? <laughs> that used to be a, a staple of of good football, and I still consider it. You know, to me, the way football should be played. But I mean, is there any hard hitting safeties in the league? No. There's none. Yeah, not so much. Um, you go back, you go back and look. Shit, you go back and look at the you know a team in like 1991 or 1988. Almost every team had a, a hitman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rum in the middle. Those were better days. Um, but yeah, the, the the slant, the air raid offense, etc., didn't exist as much back then for a reason. <laughs> yeah, because you I get mean, tattooed. Exactly. I mean, yes. Okay, the Falcons and the Oilers and Lions ran the run and shoot, or variations of the run and shoot. But yes you would get tattooed. So the jets. Okay. I thought, you know, in my mock that I released over at sports I had them going for Evan Neal on the offensive line, protect Zach Wilson, but here they are. I mean, they could go Ekwanu. you, how do I pronounce that name again? Ekwanu. Ekwanu. It's like a, uh, Ace Ventura character. Um, <laughs> I guess that would probably be the like that's to me the smart play that the Jets should do but knowing the Jets I could totally see them messing this up and going for Kayvon Thibodeau so let's let's uh let's do that Jets select Kayvon Thibodeau defensive end Oregon uh, there it is he's look he's a freak of nature but uh he's gets banged up a lot I wonder about his size but the Jets they need a pass rusher. They need several positions. So I got Kayvon Thibodeau 
going to the New York Jets uh, addresses a need well in their eyes. But uh, do, do you think there's a chance that this guy's a bust? Um, I I only see like, and I've learned to trust myself a little more on this. Like when you see a guy with super narrow hips, it doesn't always. He just is asking to get injured. Uh, I thought that um, who's the Ohio State uh, defensive end that just uh, blew his knee out um, in the NFL? Yeah, he's a stud. He went to the Redskins. Chase um, Young. Chase Young. I thought he was going to be thick enough. Uh, you know, I thought he was a little narrow, but I thought he was you know built sturdy enough that he wasn't going to get tweaked. But lo and behold, even he wasn't you know sturdy enough. And to me. Thibodeau looks a little more lean, you know, and a little more of a explosive uh, speed merchant type. And that ends up getting injured over the course of 17 games. You know, if you're going all out every play, especially on a shitty team where you're expected to carry a pretty heavy load there. So um, there is some risk there, but gosh, I mean, the guy, when he is on is so on. So I, the upside, he, he might have the highest upside of any player in this draft. Yeah. Um, and the sack exchange is back in New York. <laughs> hey. All right. Uh, look, pick five, New York Giants. Now, this is one Patty C because I'm very curious what you'll do here. They could go and take a, you know, Econ Wu, the uh the NC State tackle. They could go corner and go sauce gardener, or perhaps, you know, look, I mean, they could go a few different things. Charles Cross, another tackle out there. Do they go potentially with a quarterback? Uh, I don't think they're ready to pull the plug on J- Jones just yet. Maybe they are, but uh, there hasn't been any uh, any whispers of that. So, um, not that I've seen, at least. I, I could be wrong there, but uh, uh, top needs for the Giants looking like offensive tackle, edge rusher, and safety, and then. Um, I guess a uh, quarterback would actually be considered a, a secondary need there. So they didn't um, extend Daniel Jones. They had an option for a fifth year. They did not take that. No vote of confidence there. Uh, and, and rightfully so. I mean, he hasn't been God, God awful. He's had his moments, but uh, I, he certainly hasn't lived up to his draft pick. Um, I think they're going to go offensive tackle. I think they go at and uh, you know, that's a safe pick either way. You know, whether he, whether Jones pans out or not, obviously you're, you're doing what you can to build around him. I think Jones is your typical giants quarterback and he's the kind of guy they want to succeed. So they're going to give him the best opportunity they can. Um, and if he doesn't, then the next guy they bring in and we'll have a franchise left tackle, you know, protecting him. So I think Aquanu makes sense here and it's, it's kind of a giants move They're they're typically a kind of conservative franchise. So there you go. I, I like it. I could totally see this happening. So no quarterbacks gone in the first five picks. Surprising, depending on who you ask. But well, expect some trade action, maybe into that giant spot at number five, especially because they could probably get someone they want, you well, know, and, somewhere else in the top ten. Well, and they're picking at seven. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right, pick six. We have the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> This one's hard because here's the angle here. Matt Rule might not make it through the season, right? Yeah. He once recruited Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett was signed to go to to uh, Temple, but Rule left for Baylor, and then Pickett ended up going to Pitt. There's that that makes me think, oh, he's going to take Kenny Pickett. 
Yeah. But part of me is like, well, is Kenny Pickett an upgrade over Sam Darnold? If you know, if you know you're coaching for your job, do That's you? True. You know what I mean? Like you're kind of at this kind of rock and a hard place here. You could also go Malik Willis, but at the same time, that seems like a little bit of a project. Yeah, I mean, in that sense, from what I've seen, uh, Kenny Pickett six years in college, pretty darn polished coming out of college. Uh, I mean, uh, to be honest, give the guy credit; he's one of the most polished polished quarterbacks that's come out of the college ranks in probably the last decade or at least five years. Um, again, the uh, the scout saying or the coaches saying that upside is his issue. There's not a ton more that he can do. So you're kind of getting what you're going to get with him. But for a guy like Matt rule, who was coaching for his job, maybe having a guy ready to play right now is a good thing. Yeah. And that's why I am. I am selecting Kenny Pickett here. The question is, is like, is he better than Sam Darnold? <laughs> I think he is. I think he br- brings considerably more mobility to the position uh, and at least as much Polish. I mean, again, Darnold's had his moments of of shine, but mostly he sucked. I don't know. You're getting a, you're getting an average NFL quarterback in uh in Kenny Pickett. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I think the Panthers. I I tried to make a case for what they were doing. I don't know. Give me Kenny Pickett, uh, a former recruit. He finally gets his guy. Uh, what do you uh, think the uh, the the Panthers fans will? Uh, what do you think their reaction to that will be? Uh, first off, I don't even know if the, 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 is there actual real Carolina Panthers fans. That's but, a good point. <laughs> I mean, I, I know, know it's not Jacksonville, but I I still don't know that I've met many Carolina Panthers fans out there. I think I know a comedian friend of mine, Ryan. Um, that would be one Carolina Panther fan. But besides that, and I mean, I was at, at ECU. I don't remember meeting Carolina Panthers fans. I mean, your friends are fans, in Carolina. But not, but, yeah, but not Panther fans. Yeah. Um, so that's my pick, Kenny Pickett. So I, I mean, I don't think is Kenny Pickett gonna win you a Super Bowl. Who knows? I mean, Nick Foles won you a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won you a Super Bowl. Do I expect Kenny Pickett to be on that level? I do. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think he'll be. I think he'll be a starting quarterback for some some time to come. I don't think it's the wrong pick. Um, you know, in terms of predicting what will happen there, I think you're, if you're, I mean, what are the odds on, uh, do we have that Kenny Pickett going six to the Panthers? I don't know if we have something that that specific, but uh, I would guess um, you're probably actually not getting great odds on that just because it's, it's a predictable uh, pick. There. Well, Kenny Pickett plus 300 to go in the top 10. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I think that's you know, there's decent value there. Um, First quarterback selected plus one seventy. Mm. So they have that kind of. They have Malik Willis as the first quarterback going odds wise. We shall see, Patty C. You are now on the clock with the New York Giants once again. Okay, so now now I'm having a noodle around here and think about some stuff. I think the Giants. Now, what, what did I say? They went Equanu. Uh, so Charles Cross is definitely not going to be the pick here. Uh, I think I think it's probably going to be what Hamilton Gardner, um, maybe Malik Willis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if they're if they're looking at, and and I guess Daniel Jones buys them a year or two to uh, develop Willis behind him. Uh, I don't know h- how high on uh, him they are. Um, 
edge rushers have all kind of been uh, snatched up at this point at the top in the top end. So offensive tackle, edge rusher, and safety. So maybe Kyle Hamilton and being a Notre Dame guy fits that uh, uh, Mara um, kind of professionalism first uh, thing the Giants like to do. So maybe I'll reach on that. Let's go with a need here, and we'll go Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. I almost selected him with the Jets. Almost selected him with the Jets, but yeah, okay. I know his forty time was an issue, but um, yeah, Kyle Hamilton. I still think he's going to go top. I think he's going to go top twelve, and uh, yeah. So Giants select Kyle Hamilton makes sense. They need a safety. Um, do you think Hamilton will he make a Pro Bowl, Petty C? Um. I mean, I, sometimes you just got to trust the tape, you know, like we were saying the other day, um, he played really well. He's rangy. He's, he's a hitter. Um, six foot four. He's, he's humongous. So I think he is a high impact player. And some of the other Notre Dame players that uh, don't necessarily haven't necessarily gotten the hype have done great. Who is the safety that played for the Vikings? The, uh, the white guy, Harrison um, Smith, Harrison yeah. Smith, like dominated for a long time. And it's still good. Um, yeah, I think uh, the Giants would be glad to have a player of that caliber. And Kyle Hamilton was projected in the top ten even before the start uh, season started. So I think he retains his value, and the Giants get a good good pick here. How often do you think safeties miss? I think it's kind of, it's it's kind of an interesting position because we mentioned Calvin Pryor earlier. Yeah. Um, Remember uh, who's the guy from USC? Taylor Taylor Mays was it? Yeah. Yeah. He was so, a whiff. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I can cue this. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, next up, I got the. That uh, sounds like your typical Giants fan, at least from the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh. So pick eight. I got the Atlanta Falcons. And this right, is the all right, one. All right. This is the one. They go get their guy. Oh man. They go get their guy. Malik Willis is drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, that's look, a great pick. And look, they, they sent Matt Ryan pack into Indy. They go out and they get uh Marcus Mariota. And you know where Malik Willis is born, Patty C? Uh, where is he born? Atlanta. Do you know oh. what high school Roswell High School in Roswell, Georgia? He's coming home, and oh, look, man. I got it between Hutchinson and this. It's a homecoming. We just call this fucking draft homecoming. All right, there it is. Now, will he be the greatest Willis in Atlanta sports history? That's a pretty uh, high bar set by Kevin Willis there. Yeah, with that huge forehead. Um, <laughs> Kevin Willis was a baller, though. He could ball. He could ball. People don't know that with the Atlanta Hawks back in the day. Um, Malik Willis, Patty C. Will he be starting in the NFL six years from now? Ooh, I mean, gosh, there is. That's the million dollar question, isn't it? Um, he is all about upside. It, quite frankly, I thought he was decently polished too. It's another one of these things where people, people doubt. I'm sure, you know, it's, it's the typical hater of the black quarterback uh, that, that comes out from the general public. Um, but I thought what I saw on tape is, is a polished quarterback, you know, um, again, the level of competition, that's what they might be questioning is, is but no, I mean, yes, I mean, obviously there's the, uh, there's the race angle too, but I'm saying, uh, 
I think they might be questioning the fact Liberty's an independent. They haven't heard of Liberty football. Probably, you know, your, your Joe Schmoes out there and probably haven't, but you gotta remember this guy was recruited by Auburn and I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone says. He was better than Bo Nix and they started Bo Nix over him. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that the consensus among the Auburn fans was they screwed up when they, they realized how good he was and kind of how mediocre Bo Nix was. So Malik Willis to the Atlanta Falcons, Patty C. I mean, Falcons have hit, they've hit pay dirt with drafting Matt Ryan, who got him to a Super Bowl, and Mike Vick, that got him to, what, I think, the NFC Championship with Jim Mora Jr. Uh, they've had two successful quarterback draft picks in a row. Will it be three? Uh, I mean, let me ask you this Mariota, I think at this point you have to consider him kind of like a, a journeyman. Type, you know, he's not a franchise type guy. I agree. I yeah. agree. So I think, as upset as he may be about this pick, I think he should understand, you know, at this point what his role is. Um, and so, whether that's to be the guy to, you know, take the hits while uh, Malik Willis gets reps, you know, in trash time or here and there and uh, hand over the reins when it's time, he's, he's young enough where I'm sure he doesn't like that at all. But um, that's going to be his role, and so I think they're well positioned to uh, develop uh, Willis behind him, and he can play. You know, the, the Falcons probably won't be a playoff team with him, so Malik Willis may be pushed into action earlier than is probably uh, beneficial to him. But well, I, I don't think it's bad. I think he, I think he's pro ready. We compared him to kind of Donovan McNabb the other night. We'll see. But there a good pick. Go. There you go. And then next up, pick number nine to the Seattle Seahawks, Patty C talk about a team that, you know, might move up a couple picks. If they see, if they see Atlanta, you know, uh, for Malik Willis potentially, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Kenny Pickett. Oh, yep. If Kenny Pickett is still on the board here or you know, maybe, uh, maybe they're high on Matt Corral. He was, he was considered the number one guy for most of the pre pre draft process. I feel like, so uh, I do feel like his, his stock has slipped just a little bit to maybe a mid round, a mid first round quarterback. Um, so this becomes a bit of a question. The other, I mean, uh, I, I would assume if they don't go quarterback, they're going no line, right? Uh, offensive tackle quarterback, edge rusher and corner are considered their biggest needs. I'm seeing in the uh, mock drafts, um, uh, you got him going, Charles Cross. I like that pick. Um, uh, da, 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 uh, McShay had Evan McNeil, another offensive lineman, and then Bucky Brooks over at ESPN had Kayvon Thibodeau. He's obviously off the board. So, gosh, it becomes tough though because let me see uh, as far as need here. Cornerback is one of their needs, and Sauce Gardner's been projected it in the top five on a lot of mocks. So whether you, but then again, Charles crosses, you know, somewhere in the five to 10 range on most mocks as well. So th- this is a bit of a, a question mark. Uh, I don't know. I'm i uh, I'm a little stumped here, but uh, I think they're going to, I I don't think they value uh, corral high enough. And I, I think they'll pass on uh sauce Gardner. I think you're going to go Charles cross here, Charles cross hail state. Our boy, Mike Leach coached up. Charles cross does a great job with offensive alignment. We know how mommy said that uh, he thinks Mike Leach is the best offensive line coach in America. Um, 
And he has churned out some some three stars into studs. Yeah, yeah. So Cross uh, makes sense to go to the Seahawks there, and Patty C. You know, whoever gets more draft picks right, there's a bottle of bourbon on the line. Um, oh snap! I like it. I like it. It makes a lot of sense to me. Seahawks protecting. They did get Drew Locke, and Pete Carroll was high on Drew Locke. He's made that known back to that draft that the year Locke went to Denver. So. Maybe he's okay with Locke and he just wants to uh, get the get some protection or around Drew Locke and thinks that the Seahawks can win with him. Let me see uh, Drew Locke's. Uh, where did Denver finish in passing offense last year? They were. Oh, let me see. I'm having a. They were not very good, I don't think. But I'm having a hard time finding this. Did they even play the game of football last year? Oh, they were number 19 in the league. In passing, so you know, I mean, pretty mediocre. I mean, I think that's what everyone assumes Drew Lock is. He's certainly not going to uh, replace Russell Wilson, but um, I think he's serviceable. He's Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Drew Lock is Kenny Pickett. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I can see similarities there. I really do. Kenny, I Kenny Pickett's, Pickett's a got little, a little better wheels. Yeah, but I say he's more mobile. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll pick ten. <laughs> Back to my pick with the New York Jets, and I know exactly where you're going with this. Yeah, I am going to sauce. Throw some sauce on that pizza. Yeah, was, buddy. W- sauce Gardner. Look, the Jets. Uh, their best success in the past 20 years have came when they've had lockdown corners, whether it was Revis and Cromartie. Um, now they did strike out with D. Milner, a bust from Alabama, um, but. Sauce Gardner, they have rated as their top corner over Stingley, but I do think if they don't go Gardner, it will be Stingley. But uh, give me Sauce Gardner to the New York Jets with pick number ten, Patty C. Um, What do you make of this one? uh, Number thirty passing defense in the league is certainly a need here. Uh, What is he? Six two and change, rangy as hell, quick. I mean, and on field production. I feel like at Cincinnati, they're not the kind of team that is necessarily just going to pass rush you to death, even though they had some good talent there. I think his lockdown passing stats are attributable to what he was doing, you know, and I do think they played Bama. That's the one thing that stood out to me. Obviously they got destroyed in the line of scrimmage some, but uh, I thought the corners against Bama's wideouts. Now I know Bama was dinged up. I know they lost what uh, no, they lost Jameson Williams in the national championship, but they lost someone else before. I think Slade Bolden, perhaps. I think they um, were banged up for that. Or no, maybe he played that. I don't know. I thought they had one receiver out. Maybe it was Mechie. I think Mechie yeah, was Mechie. out. Mechie. Um, yeah, Mechie. Yeah. But regardless, those corners showed up to play. Kobe Bryant and Sauce Gardner. They got it done. I got the Jets getting their guy, Sauce Gardner. Uh, you, they know about sauce on pizza over the, up there in New York. So uh, <laughs> see what I did there, Patty C. Let me ask you this: New York style or sh- Chicago style? Oh, I'm a, I'm Team New York all day, <laughs> all day. Chicago's yeah. is like a fucking lasagna. It's delicious still, but it is like a lasagna. It does not count as pizza in my mind. Yeah, um, I I do enjoy it, but if I, if I'm going an everyday pizza, <laughs> give me New York style. Yeah, I'm I'm New York all day there. All right, pick eleven, the Washington Redskins, Patty C. What are you doing with the skins? Uh, uh, who knows if Dan Snyder's even there anymore? But the Redskins, you know, I don't know. They uh, they need help everywhere too. They traded for Carson Wentz, which I couldn't believe. Who you who you taking here with the, with with this pick? 
I'm seeing needs, uh, primary needs as wide receiver, cornerback, and interior offensive line. They would just be that stupid to go after a wide receiver, even though they probably need help. Uh, Terry McCollin is kind of the only guy that got. Um, uh, it's a, it's just a stupid enough thing for Dan Snyder to do to go after a, a top twelve corner or top eleven wide receiver, rather. So, especially a guy coming off an ACL. We don't know how Jameson Williams recovery he is. He would do this though. He would, but he definitely would. So uh, staying on brand, the Redskins will take Jameson Williams out of Alabama. There you go. Jameson Williams. And look, it's about, I mean, in Snyder's tenure, they just go and get these guys that are big names, whether, you know, you can go back to when he first took over and it was Deion Sanders and Bruce Smith and, and like, uh, Andre Reed and stuff. He signed all these guys that and were Danny way- Werfel and Steve Spur. It's just like, yeah, dude, what? How do you not know more about football? You know? He he likes to just go out and get the flashy name, RG three. I think it yeah. was on record. Shanahan didn't want him. He got him. Now yeah. I I, just, I was heavily involved in the uh, decision to elevate. Uh, uh, rest in peace. Uh, who's Sean the Taylor? Uh, no, the 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 wide receiver or the quarterback who just died. Oh, oh, geez, uh, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins. Um, too early to too early to say anything bad. Not that I really have anything bad to say. I think uh, uh, he got a bad rap, but either way, Rivera apparently did not want him, and 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 Snyder heavily influenced that that draft pick. So that's. I mean, he had Vinny Serrato there for years, where he would just he was like a yes man to to Snyder. They. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. I could totally see that. I mean, Jamison Williams, how healthy that I see reports saying it'll be fine by the time the season kicks, but I mean, I do think they're gonna probably go wide receiver. So Jameson Williams to the Redskins. Uh pick twelve. Patty see, how do you think Jameson Williams will be actually in the uh, NFL? Uh I just don't think, generally speaking, unless uh unless it's like a Randy Moss type of wide receiver. That are wide receiver. I guess a Julio Jones would be a more contemporary version of a a can't miss. And even with him, I was like, eh, you know, Calvin Williams, even uh, or Calvin Johnson rather. Even Calvin Johnson, I thought like Calvin Ridley, had, mean, right? Well, not Calvin Ridley. Uh, Calvin Johnson. I guess that uh, that's a little further back. But oh, okay. Um, in terms of like you know the 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 unicorn type player, Calvin Johnson certainly panned out. So that was a good pick, but. With him, I saw elements of like a Mario Williams kind of pick there, where it's like, all right, he's got all the measurables, but is he gonna like be able to make plays? You know, and he wasn't Randy Moss as much as people want to give him love. So, um, but at, at this point, pick eleven, I don't think that's like blowing your your top five draft pick on you know on tr- reaching for a receiver. So, I think there might be decent value at the end of the day for this. We'll see. All right, we'll pick twelve. The Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings. Um, this was interesting to me because I, I just thought they would go. I mean, they have a couple different spots they could fill. Um, I, I'm surprised that some mocks have them going wide out. I know they just took a wide out a season ago, but Kevin O'Connell, this guy, former San Diego State uh, quarterback. Um, so maybe they, maybe they do go offense. I'm not sure, but uh, I don't know. Like O'Connell's just uh, to me, I think he knows at San Diego state, those teams had great defenses. They had great defenses. So 
I, I'm going to take a shot that they continue to to go the defensive route, which might sound crazy. <laughs> well, uh, let me see. Their, their needs are pretty much all defensive uh, in terms of. Well, I mean, uh, I, I, I would say Kirk Cousins is a liability, but Patty C. <laughs> a lot of people don't agree with me. Apparently, um, I got them taking Derek Stingley Jr. cornerback LSU. I like it. I like it. It's a good pick. Uh, talk about a guy you're wondering how he's going to recover from an injury. Um, he, uh, you know, when he came back, seemed to get burned a little more, seemed to have lost a step maybe, or maybe that was just getting shown up by Alabama and their elite, elite offense. Um, that was his, that was his, you know, kind of the, the, the lasting image of his most recent season there. So, uh, but I still think he's elite. I think that's a great draft pick. You think he'll be better than sauce Gardner? I do. I do think he's going to be better than South Gardner. Okay. There we go. Um, that's interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, Stingley, so that's what two LSU players in the past, what two drafts. Uh, so next up on the clock, the Texans with the second pick Patty C. Mm. All right. So other needs for the Texans, we got edge offensive tackle, safety, running back, quarterback, wide receiver, and interior offensive line. Let me ask you this, Colby, before I make this pick, do you think that Davis Mills is their guy for now? I do. I thought he played pretty decently. Yeah. I actually think they're probably going to invest, but I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they took another QB in the second or third that that could compete with them. But I don't think they're going to take a quarterback in the first round. Yeah. I would be surprised uh, as well. Um, corner. Uh, both of the top guys are off the board at this point. Um, so I assume they go to their next, uh, next highest position of need. I'm seeing a couple mocks out there with uh, Jermaine Johnson as the guy. So screw it. Let's trust the general public here. Let's trust some of the other experts and uh, I'll go with Jermaine Johnson jr. A Florida state player taken in the first round. They haven't been winners in a long time, but I'll tell you this, that Boston college game stands out to me. I told you about this yesterday where he was a factor in that uh, Boston college game. Really? I remember them trying to just find ways to, to, to stop him. They could not. And they uh, ended up upsetting Boston college up there in chestnut Hill. Uh, makes sense. I mean, you had them going in the first with the first uh, in the first round with, uh, I mean, with our first pick, you had them going offensive line, correct? Um, yeah, I believe so. Uh, who do we have them get? Uh, I believe you had them getting no. So Evan Neal went one. No, you had them going defensive line, right? You had them going Trevon Walker. So they get Trevon Walker. No, No, they're not going to go Jermaine Johnson. Then they're not going to take that. Let me, let me backtrack. Let me backtrack here. Uh, Other, other, gosh, I got to get on my shit here. So let's see offensive tackle safety, running back, wide receiver, interior offensive line. Who, where's the value here? Where's the value? I mean, offensive line, maybe. I mean, could they take a shot on uh, Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa? Uh, maybe. I mean, uh, Zion Johnson from BC. The reach is going to happen at some point. Maybe they trade back. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I do feel like maybe we're. Uh, someone's got to get an offensive lineman. Um, let me see here. There's one that I saw that I kind of liked here. Uh, you know, a secondary need of theirs is wide receiver. Um, I do think uh, who's the guy I was just spotting. 
Drake um, London, perhaps Garrett Wilson. Let's go Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Okay. To the Houston Texans. Um, Hey, I mean, I guess it makes sense. They need, they need everything. So I, I, you could have said anything right there and I'd be like, Oh yeah. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> give, um, uh, give Davis mills a, a weapon. So that means Jermaine Johnson still on the board for the next pick, which is the Baltimore <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. And they need some stout defensive line play. And I think they might even consider Jermaine Johnson, but I think at the end of the day, so they have their pick between Jermaine Johnson, Carl uh, uh, the, 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 what do they call him? The Greek freak from Purdue and uh, Jordan Davis, a defensive tackle from Georgia. I mean, you can't help but think of Vince Wilfork uh, when you think of uh, well, Wilfork. Wait, no, no, no. Who? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Haloti Nada, one of those yeah. freaks that they have in the middle. Nada, who's now in Detroit. But yes, um, that's kind of a staple of that defense. That's why I think Jordan Davis will be their guy. Um, but I, it wouldn't surprise me. Also, keep an eye out on Devin Lloyd, the linebacker from from Utah. I think uh, w- you know Ravens love these defensive players, so. Um, give me Jordan Davis though. Defensive tackle Georgia to the Baltimore Ravens. Patty C pick 15. It's it on you. Sense. Georgia, Georgia likes, uh, or, uh, Baltimore likes players from swaggy, swaggy schools. Georgia fits the bill. He'll, uh, he'll fit right in culturally there. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And, and, um, and I mean, the question is, I mean, my, McDonald's, the new DC in Baltimore, I think Davis he, he, we just saw how important a good defensive line was for the Michigan Wolverines. But I think he's going to uh, step right in and say, guys, we got to, we got to get stout on that D line. Give me Jordan Davis. And you know, Harbaugh loves him some defense. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So now you got the, it's on you pick 15 Patty C with well, the Philadelphia the Eagles relative slide for our guy. Jermaine Johnson ends here. They get their edge rusher. Uh, I've seen a uh, Karloft is projected in some uh, some draft picks or uh, some mocks rather. I've seen a couple a uh, couple uh, picks having um, or a couple mocks having wide receivers go there, whether it be Jamison Williams or Chris Olave. But I think the Eagles want to go after Jermaine Johnson just because he's got that upside, uh, and uh, they go defensive end. There you go. There you go. I mean. Eagles, I, I definitely think one of their picks will be a defensive end, corner, yeah. wide receiver, defensive end. I think everyone knows that's coming, so maybe you could talk me into a linebacker for the for the for the birds. But uh, yeah, Jermaine Johnson to the Philadelphia Eagles makes a ton of sense. Um, now it goes to the New Orleans Saints, so I think one a, a quarterback, but the Saints need secondary help. Now maybe the Saints will be happy to see Karloftis there. Obviously, the Sean Payton era is over. Is it too early to take Matt Corral? Oxford, mm. Mississippi is not that far away. Who who they got running the who, who's who's starting J- down there? Jameis Winston. Mm. What do we think about him? I mean, there's times where I think he's all right. There's times where I think he's terrible. Consistency, but the, Dennis Allen's the new head coach and. How will he do? You know, as uh, as the 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 head honcho, what will he? What 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 was philosophy be? You, what do you think? You think he's happy with Jameis Winston? I don't know, buddy. Uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and say, I, I mean, Jameis Winston put up better numbers last year, right? Am I, am I mistaken? What is Tampa days? I think so. Well, so you led oh, the league in interceptions, interceptions yeah. but I mean, wait, th- they were dead last in passing offense last year, New Orleans. Well, so I, I believe, I, I believe he got injured. Winston okay. got injured and then they were starting every with Taysom Hill, just yeah. a mix, a mix of uh, players. But uh, you know what? I still think they got to address the defensive backfield. I have them uh, taking the third ranked corner in the draft. And that is Trent McDuffie from Washington. Nice. And I think he's the best. I mean, look, they, they might go wide receiver too, but I still think McDuffie, the defense needs a ton of help. Uh, Trent McDuffie cornerback Washington. So Karloft is still out there on the board uh, with, with the, uh, the chargers up next Patty C Chargers don't really need a defensive end. I mean, I guess, I guess everyone needs a defensive end, so I can't fully say that, but <laughs> seems like they're going to go wide receiver for what a lot of the mocks are calling for. Yeah. I'm seeing uh maybe, um, maybe offensive tackles, a, a big need there. Uh, I mean, I'm seeing mocks go every which way with uh, for the chargers. So, uh, Hmm. A wide receiver would be a secondary need. I'm tempted to go relatively local with uh, Drake London, get the LA guy to stay until I guess that is at this point, completely local. You know what? I like it. And I see that's your pick on your mock. Uh, stay local and go with the, uh, with the proven local commodity in Drake London. Yeah. Right down the road. I mean, this guy, uh, this guy's been a stud. So uh, I mean, <laughs> It makes give, sense. Uh, it makes sense. Give uh, Justin Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. yeah, I keep drawing a blank on his name. I just want to say Golden Boy. Give Golden Boy a wide receiver weapon. Uh, he'll definitely appreciate that. Yeah, more scoring. You know, the LA fans, they'll be excited about bringing in a USC guy. Um, all right. Well, it goes back to me. And this time, I'm. And he's a local guy. He's a high school. I'm sorry. He went where? He, he went to high school around here. In fact, I was just talking to uh, at the bar the other day with uh, someone who went to high school with him. So it, he's definitely got LA in his blood. So it might be a nice pick for them. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm up with the Eagles and we had the Eagles getting uh, with their first pick. I believe you had them taking Jermaine Johnson. So they're not going to go Karloftis, even though he's out there. So Karloftis seems to be falling the Greek freak. It's either wide receiver or corner, but since McDuffie's off the board, I think uh, I think they go Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. Now, last time they drafted a wideout, it was a bust. The dude from TCU, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Not Josh Dodson, although he was a Uh, TCU bust for the Redskins. Um, Let me. The just a couple years ago, the TCU wide receiver they took, he hasn't played very well for the Eagles. Um. Anyway, uh, uh, Jalen Rager. Yes, Jalen Rager. Uh, so uh, next up we have the Pittsburgh oh. Steelers. Can, can we C's just address boys. this real quick? Can we address this? Or no, you uh, the, the Saints. I'm sorry, but what's up? Can can people stop calling Chris Olave smooth? It's it's really starting to bother me that every person that's like the only thing anyone can say about the guy. <laughs> I, I understand he's like a, a suave, handsome, light skinned brother. You know, he fits he, smooth would be the, the appropriate adjective to describe him with, but 
can't, can anyone come up with another adjective to describe this guy? It's starting. It's it's got weird vibes. It's got some weird vibes. How about dynamic, it, like Dan Marino's wife, according to yeah, George Bush? Yeah, he's dynamic. He's right. a dynamic wide receiver, like Dan Marino's wife. Exactly. I I just don't like grown men calling a man super silky smooth and sweet all the time. It gets weird. I anyway. hear you. So <laughs> so uh, so hold on. Next up will be the Saints and the Steelers, Patty C. Um, do you want to swap picks so you can draft for your boys, Patty C's a Steeler fan? Uh, no. Okay. No. Let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it how it how it is. Let's keep it in order here. Well, it's um, it, it's going to be you with the New Orleans Saints. But before you make that pick, I want to tell people that the College Football Experience NFL Mock Draft is brought to you by WinBet. Bet ten dollars. WinBet's got this great promotion. Bet ten dollars to win two hundred dollars. Where a ten dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars in free bets, plus the WinBet Casino is offering a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the Win's own Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a twenty dollar free bet when they win, lose, or push a three plus leg Build Your Own Bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app, app or, or go to winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com to get started today. Offer subject to change terms, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where you play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. All right. Patty C. Well, actually, let me tell you this. We're talking mock draft. Folks, SGP, SGPN, us. We're giving away $500 in our NFL draft props contest. Just go to sportsgatheringpodcast.com slash draft or click the contest tab in the SGPN app. Winner take all. All right, Patty C. Um, it's your pick. The Saints are on the clock. What are you doing? You know, there's just something about a dome team and the NFC South, you know, and look. Here's how old I am. The NFC South still feels like the new division in football to me. And uh, this, the Falcons started in 1965. That's a freaking old, almost 50 year old franchise at this point or over 50 year old franchise at this point. Um, But all of those teams were kind of relative expansion teams. Uh, I just did a little research. I think the saints were 67, the bucks 76, and obviously the uh, uh, Panthers 95. So but they all just none, none of them have any history. How many Super Bowls do those teams have between them? I guess the Bucks have two now. The Saints have one. The Panthers and Falcons both have none. Yeah, they've had chokes. They had chokes, yeah. all right? Um, so, they're into they're not going to make th- those are flashy teams. You know, the, the those are teams that go after flashy players. Um they have choked a lot. Um and I think a flashy player that has some SCC ties, you know, and and certainly fills a need there. I don't know that they're sold on uh, Winston. I think he's a good player. I don't know if this is a great pick, but I do think they will go after. Uh, God, now uh, Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral. Matt Corral. Thank you. Uh, that makes sense. Right down the road, Oxford to New Orleans. The party keeps rolling. Uh, quarterbacks, we see it all the time in drafts. They get overvalued, and it makes sense that the Saints could take Matt Corral here with pick nineteen. Uh, Matt Corral will he be a starting quarterback in five years, Patty C? 
We'll see, but I say his game translates relatively well to a dome. You know, playing on a faster surface for a smaller player that can, you know, maneuver around and, you know, get get in and out of the pocket quickly, he may be able to avoid some hits that he wouldn't be able to if he was stuck in the mud somewhere else. So I think he would benefit from being in New Orleans. There you go. Matt Corral to the New Orleans Saints. Pick 20. Pittsburgh Steelers. Maybe they wanted Matt Corral. Who knows? I got them in there this whispers. In this spot, I don't think they want Desmond Ritter. I think they're happy with Mitch Trubisky to a certain extent. I think they go protecting, protecting, protecting. And I got them taking. Although, you know what's interesting? Carl Loftus dropping is is interesting that the Steelers could take him there. Steelers known to be a defensive Ooh, organization. That would be a great pick. They should. A Purdue guy? Should, Big Ten country. Should I do it? No, I'm not going to do it. I think they go offensive tackle. Give me Trevor Penning from the FCS. You know, the FCS has had successful offensive linemen time and time again. Jackie Slater, um, Trevor Penning, offensive tackle, Northern Iowa. They got a rich history, whether it's uh, David Johnson, whether it's Diedrich Ward, whether it's Kurt Warner, this school. Uh, Bryce pop went there. I mean, you can go on and on and on. They produce p- pros uh, with the Panthers. Trevor Penning will work out. Give me him to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, they need it. They, they need the help on both sides of the ball. Number 21 offense, number 20 defense in the league. And this would be a bit of a throwback. I feel like they've gotten away from a little bit of like what makes them Pittsburgh. In fact, I feel like the Pittsburgh Maulers are the more traditional uh, Pittsburgh vibe going on right now. I agree. Um, I mean, you got, yeah. I mean, having a prima donna quarterback like Roethlisberger back there, bitching and moaning, wanting to, I don't know, be Mister Mister uh, Joe Montana for twenty years, will take the Pittsburgh out of you. So, um, I think maybe, hopefully, the Rooneys uh, realize that hey, he's gone, and it's time to get back to Pittsburgh football. And uh, this would be a good pick. This would be a good start. There you go. All right. Before we get to pick 21, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Coors Light. It's a hectic time of year between weddings, graduations, spring sports, USFL, and more. And we're just busier than ever right now. And sometimes, Patty, see, we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second and enjoy an ice cold Coors Light because you deserve a beer that is made to chill. When I honestly, when I need to take a second for myself, I do it and I reach for the beer that's made to chill. We got some in the fridge here right now, and you better believe after this episode, I'm going to reach for that beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com/sgp. That's CoorsLight.com/sgp. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Um, and we're also brought to you by athletic greens. Yes. And their AG one supplements. So you're probably wondering, Hey, what the hell are you talking about? Colby? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG one, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start the day. Right. I mean, this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, and your aging, all those things. It costs you less than $3 a day. If you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit, you got to do this to make it easy. Athletic greens is giving is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D 
and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Uh, well, I'll tell you, we're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode? Isn't, you know, it doesn't actually protect you. Yeah. It does not protect your privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well just give away all of your private stuff, your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. Uh, that's why I use IP vanish uh, VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. That means uh, your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP to claim your 70% savings. Once again, that is ipvanish, ipvanish.com slash SGP. Patty C, you are now on the clock, my friend. With you know, uh, I'm going to say that there is a, this pick and I hate to, I hate that I'm the, I should have switched because now I'm stuck with the Patriots. I guess I would have been stuck with them either way. I wish I had switched this one with you, but you know what? I see a pick that I almost feel like is a guarantee to happen, especially because it's got good value here. And because culturally, I feel like there's a match here. I'm talking Devin Lloyd to the New England Patriots, a Utah product. I mean, is Kyle Whittingham not the Bill Belichick of college football? That is a good point. And I think Lloyd's slipping this far. Karloft is still out there though, Patty C. But yes, I think uh I think Lloyd or Karloft has both have been slipping uh in this mock. I man, I think Belichick would be super happy if he can get Devin Lloyd here with the, the 21st pick. If he can get either one of those dudes, I'm sure he's gonna be stoked. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um and uh <laughs> I think that's, I think that would be a home run. So that would then put me on the clock at pick 22 with the Packers where I, you know, it seems like the Packers are going to go wide receiver, but they also have pick 28. All right. So I'm going to say this Karloftis, the Greek freak yeah, goes to the green Bay Packers at pick 22 edge is one of their primary needs. Yes. And they, they're, they're thrilled that he's there. They thought no way would he be there. George Karloft is to the green Bay Packers. Uh, how do you see that means pick 23, the Arizona Cardinals. Let's see. We're looking at cornerback edge rusher and wide receiver being the primary needs uh, for the Cardinals right now. Um, I need to take a little peek at my uh, big board here and see if there is any value that they might be able to snag that has been missed uh, previously. So yeah, look, cause they're a bit of a mystery. Let me see where they uh, finished team offense last year, Arizona. Um, well, I'm all over the place here. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, they're a number 11 on team offense. So a decent team offense, team defense, uh, number 11 on team defense. So pretty, uh, pretty good on both sides of the ball there. Was it uh, Arizona that had the colossal collapse? 
last year. Yes, it was. They looked really good by I don't know week ten or something. I don't I don't remember what week, but uh, they uh, they they definitely collapsed. Uh, you know, is Cliff Kingsbury the answer? What do you got them doing, buddy? All right, so cornerback, wide receiver, and offensive uh, line. I would think too. Let's see, Cardinals. That is definitely interior offensive line is uh, is definitely a need as well. Well, who's uh, who, who's uh, who's an interior offensive lineman that might be able to provide him value? Because I do think like maybe that's that's the way to go. I mean, them. I think you have Zion Johnson from Boston College out there. You got Lindenbaum from uh, Iowa, Linderbaum. You got uh, you got Tyler Smith from Tulsa. Um, now, is this too early to pull the trigger on a guard? Because uh, this is a center guard. Um, here we are. What is this pick? Uh, pick Kenyon Green. Kenyon Green. You know, I li- I like the and I see this on your mock right. This is uh, Zion Johnson, yeah. offensive line. We've talked about him. Uh, uh, off uh, Boston College typically being a good at de- uh, developing offensive linemen, and they need a little more toughness. Obviously, after their collapse last year, I think this is a good play, especially given the need. So we'll go Zion Johnson. Guard slash center from Boston College. I love it. I love it. It makes a ton of sense. I had it on my mock, so you're just making me look like more of a fucking genius. <laughs> um, which then gets me to pick twenty four, and this one, man, I I hate that this would happen. I hate that this would happen, but the Cowboys are gonna take their guy, Jerry Jones. You know. He went to the University of Arkansas, Patty C. Yeah. That's why Arkansas plays that stupid neutral site game in Jerry's world against Texas A&M. <laughs> um, so he sees an opportunity. They need a wide receiver. That's just yeah. the re- that's just the reality. And uh, this guy, we talked about him on the other show about how he hunts boars. We love that about him. He doesn't bring a gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. He just has his dogs. Slices their throats. Yes, and that is uh, Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas. I heard Sam Polpork Pittman talking about him. Uh, I think uh, you know he just fits the, the what everything they need, and the fact he's from Arkansas, I could see Jerry Jones saying, "How about them Cowboys?" Yeah! Um, so give me Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas, to the Dallas Cowboys. What, what is you- uh, Traylon Burks' size? Six three, two twenty five. That's a big wideout. Um, he could be a he could be a machine there. I, I know uh, Arkansas with uh, Pull Pork Pittman is becoming a more physical brand. So Dallas needs as much of that as they can get. I like it. There we go. So now we get to pick twenty five with the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Patty C. They're probably going to go defense, but I've seen some things where they Brees Hall might seem uh, appealing to the Bills. Uh, I don't know. What do you think the, what are you going to do with your pick for the Buffalo bills? I mean, I guess I could queue up. Uh, let me queue up. Uh, where is this? Let me see if I can find this really quick to, uh, to get all the fans excited about, uh, about the, the bills. I can't so far. I'm drawing a blank on this, but uh, let's like tr- the bills haven't shied away from uh from drafting a running back, um, I'm gonna Singleton. They took a couple of years ago, right in the second or third um, from from well, Flor- Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. 
are you taking, buddy? Well, I know they got uh, 2007 Marshawn Lynch in the first round, 2010 CJ Spiller in the first round. So Willis McGahee in 2003, uh, Antoine Smith in uh, 1997. They have a history of pursuing running backs. Ronnie Harmon back in 1986. Um, granted, back then it was a little more. Uh, a, a Greg Bell in '84. A little more acceptable uh, to go after a running back. That is a secondary need for them. Brees Hall provides great value, and I feel like he's in the mold of a speed slash power prototype NFL running back that the Bills probably want in that cold weather. So we will go Brees Hall. There we go. Iowa State. There we go. I and mean, I saw a mock today on NFL.com where he ends up going in the first round, too. So even though I didn't have him in the first, this is going to be like, I would not be surprised if most of these mocks are like 50% off on first round or second round. Yeah. Um, yeah. Makes sense that the Bills will draft him. Now comes the Tennessee Titans, Patty C. But before I get to that, I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by prop swap. Yes. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the prop swap app today. And don't and remember we're giving away $500 in our NFL draft props contest. Just go to sports slash draft or click the contest tab in the SGPN app. All right, Patty C uh, here we are. The Tennessee Titans are my pick. Man, you Matt Corral is gone. Do I really do this here? Do I really do this? They replace one lawn chair with another. I think they're gonna go Desmond Ritter, quarterback Cincinnati. Oh man. Ah, oh, that's such a reach. Tanny but- Hill makes a ton of money. They want him out. Guess who they get? They get Tanny Hill 2.0. Desmond Ritter. <laughs> That's a great comparison. Uh, do they want Tanny Hill out? Well, I mean, he makes a lot of money for for the results aren't stacking up. Yeah, you know what he I mean? kinda is a is a reliable playoff disappointment. So I got them taking I got them taking uh oh yeah, I'm just guy uh, Desmond Ritter to the Tennessee Titans. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> they got that yep. new dome that they're building, which is fucking disgusting. All anyone that's a Tennessee Titan fan should be ashamed that they're building a dome for the Titans. Ridiculous. Yeah. Freaking Nashville. Beautiful Nashville. Absolutely ridiculous. Um Patty C, you're on the clock with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Pick twenty seven. By the way, you want to see a fan base melt down. That this will be the pick if they go and get Desmond Ritter here. <laughs> uh, uh what are you doing here? Let's Tampa see. Bay Bucks. Are they protecting Brady? Are they going for some defense? Are they going for a wide out? And uh, you know, with all that shit that happened with, uh, you know, uh, what Antonio Brown or whatever. And uh, <laughs> uh, needs here interior offensive line, safety, wide receiver, and corner. Uh, let's see if there's uh, any wide receiver value on the big board here. I don't see it right off the top here. Um, Let's see. Uh, but corner is so let's go. Let's go. A fellow Michigander, uh, uh, which Brady may appreciate in Daxton Hill, cornerback out of Michigan. There we go. Going with the so second player selected from the University of Michigan. 
goes to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now you have uh it makes sense. It makes sense. That's uh, I mean Todd Bowles, another head coach, former defensive back as well. Um pick 28 goes to the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers uh Here's the thing here. Do they go cuz they Karloftis dropped to them last time. So now I think they are one they they are going want to go wide receiver. You know, they shipped well, Adams out. Christian Watson, North Dakota there State. It is. I love it. You called for it the other day. He stays in the green and the yellow, and he goes not far away to Green Bay, Wisconsin, where where the shoe fits. It just fits. So give me Christian Watson to the Green Bay Packers. Patty C, what do you make of that one? I think that will be the steal of the draft if they get that down at twenty eight. That guy has I mean I, it's so hard to say based on him playing against, you know, FCS talent, uh, how good he really is. But in, in the brief time that I saw him, I was so impressed with him. Um, I think, you know, save for Jamison Williams, he he's, I mean, I guess it's tough to say Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, both freaking amazing. And I'm sure a lot of the other wide receivers, super amazing too. But in terms of jumping off the screen, Christian Watson was pretty far up there for me. So I, I think he'll, he'll turn into an, a star. I mean, I don't know. Is it, is it too bold to say an FCS guy is going to turn into a pro bowler? I think he's got that potential. No, I don't think that's too bold. I mean, shit, Walter Payton, Jerry rice, Jackie Slater, Daryl green. I mean, you can go on and on Michael Strahan. You can go, I mean, shit, even more recently than that. Uh, what didn't Carson Wentz make a pro bowl, Charles Haley, you know, I mean, you can go on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> I mean, we're probably forgetting Kurt Warner. We talked about, um, David Johnson, you, you can go on and on and on about yeah. Watson, uh, Terrell Owens looks like yeah. looks like he's six feet tall, right? Sprinter speed, crisp ass route runner, right? But turns out he's six foot four. That's what that's what I didn't realize when I was watching him play. They're like, whoa, that guy's gonna be tough to cover. Absolute beast. So then it puts me on the clock, or no, it puts you Wait. on the clock with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, let's see. All right, Chiefs, uh, wide receiver, corner, edge rusher, and safety. In terms of big board here, value, we've got Devontae Wyatt, a defensive tackle, though not exactly an edge rusher. Uh, who else are we seeing here that could be uh, potentially useful to them? Ajabo. Ajabo, certainly. Uh, sorry, Daxton Hill. I, I mistook that. He was a safety, not a corner. Um, safety slash corner. So, but he's off the board. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Andrew Booth, cornerback, Clemson. Oh, I, f- I like I it because like- I think they're gonna go corner. I think they're gonna yeah. go corner here. Um, I feel like the Chiefs need that, and uh, and Booth is the next man up. You know, makes sense. And look, I'm picking next for the Chiefs. They have the 29th and the 30th pick. I actually think they might go wide receiver. You know, obviously they traded uh, Hill to the Dolphins. You know, there was talk they were going to trade for Lavishka Chenault. Didn't happen. Um, I know they went out and got Schuster, but I think they might take a shot on Jahan Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State. Give me uh, Jahan Dotson. Maker. Yeah, to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I which, like it, which then sets us up. Patty C, you've been a Bengals fan your whole life. Pick thirty-one, 
two oh. picks left. Who are the Bengals taking? I mean, uh, talk about a team that <laughs> you know needed all the help they could get on the offensive line um, during the playoffs. Joe Burrow, the most sacked quarterback to ever make the Super Bowl, and they probably should have won that shit, but it was rigged, and so the uh, the Rams got the win. But they do need to, you know, drastically improve that offensive line. So the pick is from Lineman U, uh, offensive lineman Tyler Linderbaum. Oh, I like it. I like it. Anyone named Linderbaum is probably going to be able to bong a few beers and block pretty well. All right. Yeah. So that's what they do in Iowa. Yes. Uh, it makes ton of sense there. Uh, it makes sense to protect, you know, their franchise QB makes sense. All right. Pick 32. We've gone through with this fast, Patty. See the Detroit lions via the LA Rams. I got them taking Sam Howell. I like it. I wanted to see his name pop up in the Look, first round. They picked two more picks later, but they might as well just take a shot on their quarterback. Now I know that I think the pay is different from around one to two. So maybe them being the lions, they wait, but Jacksonville probably not going to take a quarterback. So it might make sense to take him in the second round. Actually, yeah. you know what? I think, I think they would do that. Cause I don't think they would think Jacksonville would take Sam Howell. So I think yeah. they would should. Uh, so let me correct myself. Scratch that. Scratch that. I think they will go. So in the first round, we had the lions going with, uh, I had them taking Hutchison with the first pick Yeah. in the first round. And this is the second one. So I do think they are going to go, man, they could go a number of routes. They need a wide out. Um, man, with I think it's too early to take Pickens or uh, David bell. Perhaps maybe they go the, they continue on the defensive side of the ball. Give me them taking Roger McCreary out of Auburn cornerback. Nice. Nice. That is a need. And they take, and, and I just revealed they're going to take Sam Howe with the, with the 34th pick in the second round. So there you go. Um, what do you make any of surprises that are falling out of the first round? Well, I was surprised. Jabo didn't go first round. Mafe Dean. Yeah, I mean, you have a slew. I I was actually surprised that uh, that uh, you know Hal would be in the second round. I I still think that Hal's better than Desmond Ritter. Maybe the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah. So uh, the Lions to be able to get him in the second round, I think, would be would be substantial. So uh, yeah, I mean, those would be the big surprises, man. How about you? Um, let's see if I can spot anything that. Really jumps out as a a miss there. Uh, not really, not really. Um, let's see if I can spot. No, uh, we said a Jabo. We said a Jabo. I think Ritter in the first round is a is not necessarily a surprise, but it's baffling. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think uh, uh, again, this is such a crapshoot in terms of, uh, in terms of a draft. Kair Elam out of Florida, maybe should have gone somewhere in the first round. Those Elam cornerbacks at uh, Florida. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. Me- I remember Mechie, watching. Mechie, if 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 Jameson Williams can go first round, then maybe Mechie deserves to. But uh, other than that, no, not really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to be a very open draft. Can't wait to watch it guys. We're back again. Me, Patty C NC Nick tomorrow, breaking down position by position, the players subscribe to the college football experience. Cause we do talk college football year round. This is just our NFL draft week. Subscribe to the sports gambling podcast, subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast. We got a big time matchup Saturday night going on prime time on Fox. 
between the new Orleans breakers undefeated and the uh, Birmingham stallions undefeated uh, football year round. We do it. We host that show as well. Subscribe to that. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Like Jay Wright just stepped down. We just dropped an episode over there. Uh, the, the transfer portal's insane. So subscribe to all that. There's a ton of other great stuff out there. You like the NBA playoffs there. We have the NBA gambling podcast, the NHL gambling podcast, the MLB gambling podcast, the college baseball experience with Noah B Nick. We got you covered. All right. So uh, do that. Grab that SGPN app and enter that contest free, free $500. What are you doing? All right. Have some fun. And uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast is on Twitter at the SGP network. Give us all a follow. Check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast too. That is a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, we talk about everything in there. Formula one doesn't matter. Baja 4,000. We got you covered. All right. Anything you can think of. Uh, So hop in there. It's always a lot of fun. I really feel like we talk NFL draft and USFL nonstop in those sub channels. Uh, So do that. And yeah, folks, this is the college football experience. NFL draft mock style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. You come from an undone alone